I'm James Wrigley. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is some audio from LinkedIn Live I did some time back. Just my take on putting yourself out there online. A lot of people hesitate when it comes to putting themselves out there online. You're kind of vulnerable. You're out in in the big bad world. People may criticize you or ridicule you, but um, more often than not, that's the far by far the, mi- the minority. Um, also, a lot of people get caught up in letting perfect get in the way of putting something out there. So take this podcast, for example. Could it be better? Yes. Could it be done in a recording studio? Yes. But absolutely, that would get in the way of me putting things out there uh, for people to hear, for you to hear. Uh, so rather than getting in the way of perfect, I've taken the approach of getting things out there uh, in the first place. Uh, so there's a longer discussion to come. Hope you enjoy and thank you so much for tuning in regularly to my podcast. Thanks. Hello and good afternoon. I'm live for another uh, Friday lunchtime live a little bit later than I had hoped. I was planning to jump on here at 12.30. It's, uh, it's nearly one o'clock. So uh, for anyone that might be tuning in, I didn't give any warning about going live today, so thank you for joining me if you are out there. Um, as per the topic uh, this time around or today, I'm uh, planning on going live uh, about um, you know the how and why uh, I do what I do in terms of this kind of social media presence, the videos, um, the, uh, the podcasts and, and, and all the rest of it, and I do hope there is uh, some value in it for you. Uh, I, uh, if as I think, as I said in the comments there to the to the live, uh, if there's one thing that I get asked more than anything, or if there's one common theme, it's how, why uh, do I go about doing what I do and put the time and effort into uh, this online presence. So bear with me if uh, I'm not kind of looking at the screen, the cameras. Uh, my face is here, the camera's just up there, and and, and my notes beside. And if I keep looking down, I'm kind of streaming. Uh, this live on LinkedIn. So hello uh, to anyone that's out there. Uh, If you're there, give us a thumbs up. Let me know where you are. Um, If you've got any questions, by all means, jump in and uh, hope to try and bring you as much value in this space uh, as I can. I'm live across LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, So wherever you are watching from, thank you for watching. And I will at some point strip the audio from this and, and put it onto my podcast channel. So you can have a, a catch up to the to the audio there if you uh, have to jump off and don't catch all of this. So maybe start, um, my my biggest online presence is, is on LinkedIn. So that's where I have the most connections. I've gone about uh, for a little while now uh, trying to build that up and, uh, and I've been doing that for a few years. So my biggest um, audience is on LinkedIn and that's on purpose and I'll get as to why why that is, uh, but LinkedIn's a funny space. Uh, it seems to be there, it's it's the one kind of social media channel where there seems to be more people telling you how to use LinkedIn and how to get clients and how to win business and how to you know, do all of those kind of things than there actually is using the platform in the first place. So I'm not anticipating that this live will be one of those. I'm not the kind of the LinkedIn sales guru. There's plenty of others that are willing to help you and pitch their services. Uh, I'm just a financial advisor that's used LinkedIn uh, and other social media channels for a little while now to build a bit of presence, build a bit of a brand. Uh, and that maybe brings me to uh, my starting point as to why. So so why have I done this and why would I encourage you to do something similar? 
Um, if you are connected with James Dapachi, uh, he has uh, done a similar kind of presentation to what I'm about to do a few times now, uh, both on LinkedIn and uh, and um, and Instagram. He's, he's done both of them. Uh, our purposes and our methods are very similar. So a lot of this may very well be repeated over if you've caught one of his. But the whole idea, the whole reason around why, why have I done what I've done and why do I keep doing it for the last couple of years? At the end of the day, it's to build a business. So I'm a financial advisor. Uh, I am an employee of a financial planning business in Melbourne. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm trying to build a financial planning business. So uh, I have a team of people that work with me. I'm trying to attract new clients uh, to work with me. Uh, and you know, some of them in time, uh, will I'll look to kind of attract new clients to work with those that are in my team and 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 around me, uh, but for the moment it's a little bit selfish. It's 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 kind of building um, a a business a, a book of clients for myself. Um, now, the whole reason why I've kind of gone with this online presence uh, is that you know financial advice uh, and a lot of other like industries, accountants, lawyers, those kind of things. Uh, tend to work on it's a it's a referral based business. So someone uh, only kind of seeks out my services because they've been referred to me from someone. Either that's an existing client, maybe that's a, a an accountant or a lawyer or someone external. Maybe it's someone in my direct network, a friend of a friend or something like that. But somewhere along the line, there is a referral that's being made. Uh, and if I'm just relying on you know what historically would have done you'd attend a networking event and catch up one-on-one -on -one with you know with a with an accountant or a mortgage broker or one of these types of people really anyone but you'd spend a whole lot of time catching up one-on-one on one-on-one -on -one in the hope that as a result of that um, out of that may come a referral and what needs to happen there is that the the I guess the clients that that you know that, that maybe that accountant is in touch with they need to verbalise that they're actually seeking advice that that accountant doesn't know that at any one point in time who in their in their in their in their realm is looking for uh, looking for advice so that that uh, that person needs to verbalise it Baz Gardner actually put a vi great video up on LinkedIn yesterday I'd encourage you to check that out it's a video that he published many many years ago but it's applicable today more than it ever is um, around this idea of, of um, someone needing to verbalize the need for your services before that referral or that introduction can be made um, instead though uh, by putting out myself out there online building putting uh, putting out a presence uh, there's a lot of people that will be able to see this video there's a few people that may very well be watching uh, live right now and thank you and for, for watching um, but it, it allows me to put out some 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 message some content be me you see my face you hear my voice uh, you get to an understanding of who I am and what I look like and what I do uh, and maybe through that process people will build uh, this idea of, of no like and trust so uh, a lot of what I do is built on on the Gary V model and, and uh, many people will be familiar with that so it's this idea of trying to at scale um, build connections with people and this, this idea of know, like, and trust so that at some point along the line, uh, whenever the need is appropriate for, for that, that individual, they may very well reach out to me. Now, through, um, through LinkedIn, uh, very rarely does an individual person reach out and say, hey, James, you know, I've seen your videos. Can you help me with this particular thing? It does happen, but it certainly doesn't happen at a, at a particularly large scale. 
Um, what happens more is me being able to keep contact with those uh, typical kind of uh, referrers that, are, that a financial advisor may have otherwise had, um, had work referred to them from. So the, kind of the accountants and the lawyers, the mortgage brokers, that kind of typical space. Uh, it allows me to be front and front of mind for more of those um, that that um, kind of that influential advisor that might be in someone's life that you know that might reach out to see some of my videos uh, and as a result uh, we, we have a meeting so that's the whole reason it goes back to building a business why uh, trying to build a business and I didn't want to be um, spending a whole lot of time building a relationship with one individual person uh, and you kind of run the risk that um, that that one individual person might uh, might not like me for some reason going forward or they get a better offer and then all of a sudden I've, I've kind of built a business uh, relying on referrals from one particular person and it um, and it in, in a, and it's not a really a sustainable model um, so that's the whole reason about why uh, if you have any questions uh, further to that by all means drop them in the chat there and, uh, and I can answer them I wanted to now move on to the how, so how I go about doing this. Uh, so first of all, I'm coming to you today live. Uh, I'm sitting in one of my kids' bedrooms, just talking to a computer screen, talking to my own head uh, sitting on the computer screen, but you're watching this on the other end somewhere, wherever you may be. So I'm doing that this at the moment through a, uh, a streaming platform called StreamYard. So StreamYard, I go onto their website, click live, uh, it's connected to my LinkedIn, to my Facebook and my YouTube, and the video is playing live to all, all three of those channels. Uh, the beauty of StreamYard is that it's also recording this video. So within a short period of time of me finishing this video, I can go in and download that and I've got the full video file uh, that I can then uh, cut up and make you know little little segments of it and do, do some videos, shorter videos off the back of whatever may have been a longer presentation, for example, like I'm doing now can also strip the audio from that uh, and, and create a podcast. I guess what am I trying to achieve by doing that and what would I encourage you to be doing if you were doing something similar? It's trying to um, create some content that may be of interest to those that you are looking to serve and work with, but then being able to put it in a place where it's convenient for them to consume that content. Uh, so not everyone has the time at one o'clock on an afternoon uh, to sit on LinkedIn or YouTube uh, and, and just watch me talk about something. I understand that and that's why the you know, the live views on particularly on LinkedIn are, are horribly low uh, because there's not that many people that have the time to be sitting there during the middle of the day watching it. But after the fact, that video is sitting there, people can consume that later on. Uh, if it's on YouTube, often you know YouTube is, is more synonymous with someone being actually sitting there and consuming something that's of length. Um, putting the audio onto a podcast, a lot of people like to listen to things when they're when they're exercising, doing the cleaning, maybe drifting off to bed, maybe my, maybe I'm that boring that I put you to sleep. Uh, and, and so it's just about putting content in, front, in the front of people where it is um, of most uh, used to them and most convenient for them to consume it. What I'm trying to do is um, build some familiarity and, and, uh, and understanding of me. Uh, as I've said previously in other videos, uh, as a result of this, people may either like me or they don't. Uh, either one is fine. Uh, and, and I think you need to have that same mindset if you're embarking on doing a podcast or a video series or anything like that. As a result of doing this, people will go one way or the other. Both are great. The people that like you, 
might, might come back and continue to watch some of your content. The people that don't like you won't come back and they'll never seek out your services. They're not wasting their time uh, and they're not wasting your time as, as well. So it works well on both sides. From there, once I've, I guess I've recorded this, this live, as I said, I can download that video. Um, uh, a lot of other videos that I do, it's me talking to my phone camera. So I just put it um, front on uh, and, uh, and record to the screen. I'll say whatever I'm going to say, whatever idea it is that I have that I want to say. Just record that on my phone. Uh, and then I edit it slightly, maybe chop the, the, the start and the end so you don't see my finger kind of reaching out to the screen to press stop and start record. And use a service called Clipscribe to, um, to add uh, the, the title bar at the top and the captions at the bottom that you may have seen if you've seen a few of my videos on, on LinkedIn or, or, or Instagram or anywhere else they might be. Um, but that puts the, the captions and things on there. A lot of people actually watch their videos without um, without the sound on. So you want to try and accommodate uh, people doing that. Um, so I, I use this service called Clipscribe, as I said, to, to do the, the top and the bottom on those videos uh, and then publish that um, wherever I, might, I may well publish it. The audio from those smaller videos, uh, Clipscribe has this brilliant feature that it can convert that into a blog post. So once you've done it automatically does the transcriptions for the captions. It can then convert that text file to a blog post that needs a little bit of tidying up, but then you've got a blog post from the video as well. So I've got out my phone, I've recorded a you know, short, sharp video that will go to Facebook and Instagram, um, LinkedIn, going to all of those places. So it's got three posts out of there. Uh, can convert the written piece to, uh, to a blog post and uh, and make a lengthy blog post out of out of that, uh, and then together with this you know, kind of longer videos like this, upload them to YouTube as well. So, putting it into into all of these different places, I've dabbled with TikTok uh, before. Haven't posted anything too much on there lately. Um, some of the feedback and the comments can be pretty brutal on TikTok. So, uh, buyer beware if you're heading into that space. Uh, so that's I guess. The whole reason why uh, my method behind it, I'm using StreamYard here. I use Clipscribe for doing the, the, the captions. Uh, for podcasts, I use uh, something called Anchor, uh, where you can upload the, um, the the audio file from these to, to Anchor to distribute out to all of the podcasting platforms. Uh, the, in terms of the blog posts, I really only post them on LinkedIn, but there's a, there's a kind of an article section on, on LinkedIn. Again, not that many people read them, uh, but if someone's going looking for you and wanting to do a bit of research on you, it's good to have something a little bit lengthy there for someone to uh, to see. Um, so that probably just, I guess, brings me to, um, to the end, the how, the why, uh, and I guess I covered a bit through there how you can do it too. Uh, I do run and I, I do leave a note. So when I'm doing my shorter videos, uh, that you know, what, maybe one or two minutes long, where there's a particular idea that I'm trying to get across. Uh, those ideas come to me at, at, at different times of the day. Maybe it's interactions with clients. Maybe it's something that I've seen on the TV or read in the newspaper, and I want to comment on that. Uh, I just write myself a note in the notes function on my phone. I have this this note that's just go, it's going on and on and on. I just leave all of the ideas in there. Don't delete them. Just keep adding more and more to the bottom. Uh, so that when I'm in the mood for recording videos, I'll set up maybe in here, possibly out in the backyard, um, look at that note and and just you know rattle off four or five videos in one go, and there's there's my my video content for maybe the next fortnight ready to go. Um, 
So that's the other uh, piece that I use. Uh, in terms of technology, I'm sitting here using my Logitech webcam, my Blue Yeti microphone. Uh, when I'm recording to my phone, I just have a Rode uh, lapel microphone uh, to pick up the audio properly. The phone will sit on a tripod, maybe on a box to get it at the right height. Nothing terribly complicated. Um, I, th I think the, the, the biggest thing for anyone embarking on wanting to use um, these kind of, uh, uh, wa wanting to do these kind of videos is actually just put something out there. Don't worry about it being perfect. No one, no one really wants to see a polished, perfect video, not in this kind of realm of, of what I'm doing. They actually want to see you and they want to know your flaws and what's going on in your life. And you stumble your words and you say, um and ah, uh, that's just you, that's just being real. And that's what actually builds the kind of know, like, and trust, which is what you're targeting right at the very start. Um, so don't aim for perfect, just aim for doing something. Um, LinkedIn is an incredibly supportive environment. Uh, very rarely do you get any trolls or anything on there. So it's a, it's a good, safe place to start. But don't worry about perfect, worry about doing something. Um, Mark, thank you for the, the, the question there. Um, have I used teleprompter app with my phone videos? No, I, I haven't. Uh, I, I know a few others that do. Um, I, pre I prefer to not have my videos too scripted uh, so that more of me uh, is kind of comes through. You can spend so much time getting the script right and then it, it's apparent when someone's reading, you, you can just tell when someone's reading, their eyes not, might not be moving, but you can tell that someone's just reading something on one of those teleprompter apps. And there's no emotion that comes through. It, um, so I, the way that I do it is that I, I have an idea. I, if it's a bit of a longer video, I might scratch out, you know, two or three points that I want to hit on. I just write them. That then kind of gets the idea in my head. And then I just go for it. And, and then I just say it. Uh, it might take me two or three goes to get it right, um, but uh, but um, I guess kind of taking some of my own own advice, doing the video and putting it out there better than 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 perfect uh, is is the motto that I take. Um, so, Mark, I hope that uh, answers your question. Um, if anyone else has any comments or questions, drop them in the comment box. I'll wrap up this in a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, so I'll put this um, this video, well, it's on YouTube already now. Uh, I'll, I'll rip the audio and put that on a podcast, uh, maybe over the weekend, give myself a bit of a project to, uh, to put up a few of my podcast episodes. Uh, so you can catch all of the audio there if there's something that you wanted to go back and have a listen to. Uh, but thank you for those of you that have joined me uh, up until now. There's been a few of you kind of coming in and out. Um, it looks like at the end here, there's been the most viewers than, than there has been the whole time through. So thank you for joining me. Uh, if you do have any questions or anything, reach out. But hopefully this bit of a longer video uh, captures some of those questions that you might be asking uh, and is a bit of a recap of actually of a, a chat that I had with a, with a financial planning colleague of mine yesterday that's looking at embarking and uh, doing some podcasts. So um, hopefully that's, that's of use to you. Uh, that's it for me for today. Um, off to uh, to get some lunch. I uh, hope you have a great day and enjoy your weekend. And I'll catch you Friday next week for another Lunchtime Live. See you.